0: You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. January 23rd, Exodus, chapters 18, 19, 20, and 21. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, how Yahweh had brought Israel out of Egypt. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, received Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her away and her two sons. The name of one son was Gershom, for Moses said, I have lived as a foreigner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Eliezer, for he said, My father... God was my help and delivered me from Pharaoh's sword. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with Moses' sons and his wife to Moses into the wilderness where he was encamped at the mountain of God. He said to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, have come to you with your wife and her two sons with her. Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed and kissed him. They asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law all that Yahweh had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardships that had come on them on the way, and how Yahweh had delivered them. Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which Yahweh had done to Israel, and that he had delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians. Jethro said, Blessed be Yahweh, who has delivered you out of the hands of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that Yahweh is greater than all gods because of the way that they treated people arrogantly. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. On the next day, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from morning to the evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that you do for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning to evening? Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come to me and I judge between a man and his neighbor and I make them know the statutes of God and his law. Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you do is not good. You will surely wear away both you and this people that is with you, for the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel and God will be with you. You represent the people before God and bring the causes to to God. You shall teach them the statutes and the laws and they shall show them the way in which they must walk and the work they must do. Moreover, you shall provide out of all the people able men which fear God, men of truth, hating on gain, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. Let them judge the people at all times. It shall be that every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they shall judge themselves. So it shall be easier for you, and they shall share the load with you. If you will do this thing, and God commands you so, then you will be able to endure, and all these people will also go to their place in peace. So Moses listened to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he had said. Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. They judged the people at all times. They brought the hard cases to Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. Moses let his father-in-law depart, and he went his way into his own land. Exodus chapter 19. In the third month, after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on that day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. When they had departed from Rephidim and come to the wilderness of Sinai, they encamped in the wilderness. And there... Israel encamped before the mountain. Moses went up to God, and Yahweh called to him out of the mountain, saying, This is what you shall tell the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession from among all peoples. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, these are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Moses came and called for the elders of the people and set, them, set before them all these words which Yahweh commanded him. All the people answered together and said, All that Yahweh has spoken, we will do. Moses reported the words of the people to Yahweh. Yahweh said to Moses, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you and may also believe you forever. Moses told the words of the people to Yahweh. Yahweh said to Moses, go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day, Yahweh will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set bounds to the people all around saying, be careful that you don't go up into the mountain or touch its border. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is animal or man, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounds long, they shall come up to the mountain. Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people and washed their clothes. He said to the people, be ready for the third day. Don't have sexual relations with a woman. On the third day, when it was morning, there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of an exceedingly loud trumpet. And all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lower part of the mountain. All of Mount Sinai smoked, because Yahweh descended on it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by a voice. Yahweh came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. Yahweh called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Yahweh said to Moses, go down, warn the people lest they break through to Yahweh to gaze and many of them perish. Let the priests also who come near to Yahweh sanctify themselves lest Yahweh break out on them. Moses said to Yahweh, the people can't come up to Mount Sinai for you warned us saying set bounds around the mountain and sanctify it. Yahweh said to him, go down, you shall bring Aaron up with you. But don't let the priests and the people break through to come up to Yahweh, lest he break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Exodus chapter 20. God spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow yourself down to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not misuse the name of Yahweh your God, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You shall labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh your God. You shall not do any work in it, you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant nor your female servant nor your livestock nor your stranger who is in your gates. For in six days Yahweh made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore, Yahweh blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. All the people perceived the thunderings, the lightnings, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled and stayed at a distance. They said to Moses, speak with us yourself and we will listen, but don't let God speak with us lest we die. Moses said to the people, don't be afraid, for God has come to test you. And that his fear may be before you, that you won't sin. The people stayed at a distance, and Moses came near to the thick darkness where God was. Yahweh said to Moses, This is what you shall tell the children of Israel. You yourselves have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall most certainly not make gods of silver or gods of gold for yourselves to be alongside me. You shall make an altar of earth for me, and shall sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your cattle. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you and I will bless you. If you make me an altar of stone, you shall not build it of cut stones, for if you lift up your tool on it, you have polluted it. You shall not go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness may not be exposed to it. Exodus chapter 21 Now these are the ordinances which you shall set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he shall serve six years. And in the seventh, he shall go through free without paying anything. If he comes in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he is married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. But if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go free, then his master shall bring him to God, and she bring him to the door or to the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. If a man sells his daughter to be a female servant, she shall not go out as the male servants do. If she doesn't please her master, who has married her to himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people, since he has dealt deceitfully with her. If he marries her to his son, he shall deal with her as a daughter." If he takes another wife to himself, he shall not diminish her food, her clothing, and her marital rights. If he doesn't do these three things for her, she may go free without paying any money. One who strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death, but not if it's unintentional, but God allows it to happen. Then I will appoint you a place where he shall flee. If a man schemes and comes presumptuously on his neighbor to kill him, you shall take him from my altar that he may die anyone who attacks his father or his mother shall surely be put to death anyone who kidnaps someone and sells him or if he is found in his hand he shall surely be put to death anyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death if men quarrel and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist and he doesn't die but is confined to bed if he rises again and walks around with his staff then he who struck him shall be cleared only he shall pay for the loss of time and shall provide for his healing until he is thoroughly healed. If a man strikes his servant or is made with a rod and he dies under his hand, the man shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if his servant gets up after a day or two, he shall not be punished for the servant is his property. If men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely and yet no harm follows, he shall surely be fined as much as the woman's husband demands and the judges allow. But... If any harm follows, then you must take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. If a man strikes a servant's eye or his maid's eye and destroys it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. If he strikes out his male servant's tooth or his female servant's tooth, he shall let the servant go free for his tooth's sake. If a bull gores a man or a woman to death, the bull shall surely be stoned. And its meat shall not be eaten, but the owner of the bull shall not be held responsible. But if the bull had a habit of goring in the past, and this has been testified to its owner, and he has not kept it in, but it has killed a man or a woman, the bull shall be stoned, and its owner shall also be put to death. If a ransom is imposed on him, then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatever is imposed. Whether it has gored a son or has gored a daughter, according to this judgment it shall be done to him. If the bull gores a male servant or a female servant, thirty shekels of silver shall be given to their master and the ox shall be stoned. If a man opens a pit or if a man digs a pit and doesn't cover it and a bull or a donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit shall make it good. He shall give money to its owner and the dead animal shall be his. If one man's bull injures another so that it dies... Then they shall sell the live bull and divide its price, and they shall also divide the dead animal. Or if it is known that the bull was in the habit of goring in the past, and its owner has not kept it in, he shall surely pay bull for bull, and the dead animal shall be his own. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.